0: I'm Robert Therrell. I'm Chase Bridges. And we both want to be screenwriters. So listen along as we find out how. Each week, we'll outline a new short film and
1: maybe even write some of our favorites. This is Written by.
0: Yeah, I saw a TikTok this past week. Uh, You know, Emo Girl by Machine Gun Kelly has virtually the same chord structure as the Lego Ninjago theme.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's one of those things that is just too funny to be real.
0: And the Lego one came first, too, which is
1: the the funniest part. That is really funny. Give me one second. All right. All right, yeah, yeah. Welcome back to Written by the Number One Podcast in the World. Right behind all the other ones. Right behind all the other ones. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. It's Rival Pitches, baby.
0: Yeah, we're back. We're back. I know it's been a while since we've recorded one, but of course, the listeners don't know that. Right. Yeah. Which I don't
1: remember why. We just we or did it, we just push it back from Tuesday?
0: Uh, it was it was because of our like guest schedule. We had to move some things around. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right.
1: Well, regardless, we're here and we're here to to rival our pitches. Yeah, we've been, <laughs> we've really been enjoying
0: putting the Instagram reels out. Keep on voting on those. Yeah, man,
1: we really yeah. appreciate all of the hundreds and hundreds of things' <laughs> that yeah. have been doing that. Thousands of, yeah. Millions and millions. Yeah, we <laughs> did
0: not anticipate a million votes yeah, on really, our first poll, but really you know, overwhelming, here we are.
1: <laughs> really overwhelming, guys, but thank you. We appreciate it. And to the fan who emailed me an unlimited Venmo amount, thank you so much. Wow. Yeah, it's literally like, it's the infinity symbol. Really? And so whenever I need money, I just... Boom, it's in the Venmo account. Wow. So, yeah, thank you so much. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the fan. Uh, Louie? Yeah, Mr. CK. So, thank you, Mr. CK. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's dirty money. <laughs> Dude, have you Have you been watching anything cool? Boy, have I. Uh, let's Boy. go through the list. Um, so, Doctor Who. Okay. I've been watching Doctor Who for the first time. I'm in season four. Um... David Tennant is an amazing actor. I love uh-huh. love watching it. Um, I watched Atlanta C- season three episodes one and two. Yeah, haven't seen the yeah. third one because they took it off Hulu yesterday. Wait, really? Yeah. I oh, don't, I haven't seen it either. I don't know why they took it off of Hulu. It might be back by now. Okay. But uh, saw uh, watched those two episodes. Hilarious. I could t- I could see where the first episode probably most people didn't like it, uh-huh. but I enjoyed it. Oh, I enjoyed it. Too, okay. yeah. I think I saw a lot of stuff where it was like, you guys aren't even in the episode. <laughs> and I understand that, but I liked it. Uh, I've been watching uh, a children's show from the 70s called Land of the Lost. Okay. Yep. <laughs> finished that. Uh-oh. What have you been up to? What have you been watching? And uh, I just
0: finished Our Flag Means Death. The, oh uh, the, yeah was it good have you checked this out yeah it was I haven't really watched good it yet i, haven't I watched think it yet. i think it is taiko waititi's best performance and wow. i mean if you know all his work that is saying, a lot, saying a lot but yeah. i think
1: yeah yeah it's good stuff it's okay good stuff. i mean that's another thing i need to throw it on the list of things i need to watch yeah because i took a break from survivor so that i could catch up on all of the things that people have been recommending <laughs> could you me. i know man i know oh, survivor will always always be waiting there Dude, I and then get this. I've fallen behind on watching like the current season of Survivor. I still haven't watched it. Really. Because here's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid I'm going to watch this season and I'm going to be like, "Well, I'll start season 23, which I left off on on my binging, and the next thing you know, I don't watch any of the stuff that I've had on my list to watch, like after Doctor Who, I want to watch uh Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um I have a few other things on my list I want to watch. There's some movies that I need to watch. Yeah, man. Survivor. So stuff, yeah. Hey guys, if you like Doctor Who, send me Doctor Who stuff. Most people send me memes about Scooby Doo and uh, Survivor and wrestling, uh. but I want to see Doctor Who stuff. So guys, send me Doctor Who stuff. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: Well, I think I think it's time to get into this week's yeah. rival pitch.
1: <laughs> Who won?
0: You <New> <laughs> So this week on Rival Pitches, we are doing a Spongebob movie. Yes. I am very excited about this. I've had ideas for SpongeBob movies. <laughs> I think I might have gone a little overboard on this. I I, I assumed I was just gonna like, you know, kind of make a little outline like how I always do, but then yes. I ended up having so much fun with it. I watched old Spongebob episodes, (laughs) came up with a
1: lot of jokes. Man, it's a... Well, uh, you definitely need to go first okay? because I did not do that. (laughs) I, to be completely honest, uh, I did my best. Okay. (laughs) That's the best I can say about it. I have a whole outline. Yeah. But I did my best. Like, I didn't write jokes. Okay. Like, how you wrote jokes. Okay. Like, I literally, when I was doing my outline, I was like, and of course, they'll have funny Spongebob jokes throughout.
0: Sure, yeah. I just didn't write them. <laughs> so, what? What? what is your relationship with Spongebob?
1: I watched it growing up. Yeah. You weren't allowed to watch it.
0: No, I wasn't. I watched it for the first time as an adult. And it was, it very surprisingly, like, there's a lot of stuff that other people watched as a kid that I didn't that like I'll try to watch it's like okay I might have been into it if If I I was was a kid kid, but not so much anymore but Spongebob like the humor definitely translates oh yeah it's a a great show super funny when I first watched I I felt like I finally understood like the internet like where they got their humor from like so much of that style just comes from just absurd
1: absurd comedy
0: not to mention like half of memes are just spongebob screenshots
1: oh yeah dude uh my girlfriend wasn't allowed to watch spongebob and so so throughout my like, like uh, a spongebob reference that i reference a lot is the ah Goo Lagoon. Uh, i do that all the time yeah and so now she does it but she doesn't know it's from spongebob uh-huh. and so like the other day she was like ah gulagoon. Lagoon, and someone was like oh i love spongebob and she was like What are you talking about? Like she just thought that was me. (laughs) Okay. So we were supposed to write our pitches for a SpongeBob movie. I'm really excited to hear yours. So go ahead.
0: All right. I'm really excited. SpongeBob. Do you have a title for it? I don't. Okay. Okay. I'll try to think of one, but okay. So I did, I, I did a little bit of research for this. I was trying to think of, okay. There's been so much Spongebob stuff. The show's been running for like almost 20 years or something like that. I think it the early started 2000s. in 99,
1: right? Or 98? I don't know. So but, 20, 22 years, 23 yeah, years.
0: But a really long time. I actually, I, I looked it up. Apparently, Spongebob makes so much money. Nickelodeon is owned by Viacom, mm-hmm. who owns like... You know, maybe like a third or a quarter of all media companies, right. super big company, they own absolutely everyone. MTV, uh, maybe HBO. I don't know, yeah. but SpongeBob just through the show and the licensing and the merchandise, they account for five percent of Viacom's like total
1: income. Wow, which is, I believe it's it. crazy. Yeah, I believe it though. I I read a thing that said uh, they were going to end the show. With the first SpongeBob movie, mm-hmm. but it just—they were making too much money. They wouldn't let it die.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. even now, after Steven Hillenburg, the guy who created it, uh-huh. he died. Yeah, and uh, his his only rule was like no spinoffs. You can and only now, do they're Sponge- now they're now doing though now that he's them. dead they're doing <laughs> yeah. a bunch of the Patrick Star show mm-hmm. they're doing all of these yeah
0: but uh. So I was I was trying to look into especially the first 3 seasons like what really makes them tick, mm-hmm. you know. And it seems there are like two relationships that really seem to be the ethos of a really good SpongeBob episode. There's the relationship, the best friend dynamic between SpongeBob and Patrick. Yeah. There's a lot of really good best friend energy. But then the one that was best highlighted in the first three seasons that everyone likes is the yin and yang between spongebob and squidward, and squidward. yeah because yeah. i think especially what makes spongebob work as an adult is the dynamic that every child starts off being a spongebob mm-hmm. they're young and and impressionable and full of joy And everything and then they grow up To become a Squidward He yeah. was just overworked and tired And he has a creative hobby But nobody appreciates it No one appreciates his art yeah. He's stuck working a deadhead job but <laughs> <laughs> so much of us And I think that's especially like why Spongebob has stuck around for millennials Is that most of us In our circumstances relate to Squidward Yeah yeah. So yeah, SpongeBob and Squidward seem to be what drives some of the best episodes. I think, in my opinion, the uh, the pizza delivery episode, the so band good. geeks episode, so
1: so iconic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And what what really gets me about SpongeBob is. I don't think I've seen a show that captures the feeling of working a minimum wage job better than...
1: That's a really good point. Yeah,
0: Spongebob and Squidward at the Krusty Krab and their greedy boss <laughs> Mr. Krabs. Mr. Krabs. Yeah,
1: that is a really good point.
0: So I wanted to do a movie that would lean in on the Spongebob and Squidward dynamic, that would lean in on them working at the Krusty Krab and what, what it's like to work a dead-end job, and to want to have something. And so my, my goal for the SpongeBob movie is, since everyone starts off as SpongeBob and turns into a Squidward, I want to see, I want to put SpongeBob in a situation where he kind of has to grow up and be Ooh. an adult, and he sees himself start to turn into a Squidward for a little bit. Mm. And then Squidward and SpongeBob like have to work together and they each realize that they could both learn something from the other person. Okay. Cuz I right. think especially the the pizza delivery episode has a great moment at the end where that kind of happens.
1: Da, 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 <laughs> da, da, da.
0: So Krusty Krab Pizza is the pizza, pizza for you and me. So we're going to open SpongeBob and Patrick, it's the morning, they wake <laughs> up, they're hanging out being friends, and they're just getting into all their usual antics.
1: Jellyfishing, jellyfishing, jellyfishing. Now
0: in this movie, we're going to have a song that's going to become a theme throughout the whole movie. It's going to be the best friend song. I was trying to Heck like yeah. think of potential lyrics. I don't have anything, that's but it's okay. a song about how they're best friends. You know something similar to like the fun song where like it's really F is simple. for friends who do stuff together. You exactly,
1: yeah. is for you and me.
0: So they have a best friend song and they keep on singing it while they're doing things. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, SpongeBob and Patrick they come across some speakers and it's just like, whoa, let's uh, let's do karaoke. Let's sing the best friend song through these st- speakers. And it's just like, hey, <laughs> I bet I bet we could go louder. Let's add more speakers. Let's yeah. add more. And it, then you get like a little reference to. Uh, <laughs> You get a little Spinal Tap reference where it's like there's a, there's an amp and it's like, whoa, this thing goes up to 11. Let's turn it up to 11. And so they've set up these speakers. And meanwhile, Squidward is trying to get ready for work. He's up early. He's getting dressed. He's also trying to get in a little flute practice. but the clarinet. Oh, it's a clarinet. It's a clarinet. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man, rookie mistake. Uh-huh. <laughs> So he's trying to get in a little clarinet practice. (laughs) But he's distracted because they're singing into these massive speakers. But essentially they've they've stacked the speakers so high and they yell the song into it and it ends up... Causing a shockwave and it knocks Squidward's house over like to the solid.
1: This is very SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Squidward kind of walks out and he's like, SpongeBob Patrick. (laughs)
1: SpongeBob Patrick. You've
0: knocked over my house. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, are you going to pay for that? That's going to be expensive. (laughs) And you get like a little fish contractor coming up and he's like, yeah. That's going to cost a lot. (laughs) He's like, sorry, Squidward. We were just trying to have some fun. He's like, this is my house. And then (laughs) they're arguing about it. And then Squidward just stops. He's like, wait, what time is it? (laughs) And then Patrick is looking at a there's like a clock that's fallen out a digital clock has fallen out of squidward's house but it's upside down so he's like it's 006 o'clock and he's like oh no it's nine o'clock we're late for work that is a really good spongebob (laughs)
1: joke man 006 (laughs) o'clock that's that's like the uh weast yes (laughs) oh east i thought you (laughs) said weast (laughs) 006 o'clock. That's really good, man. Now I'm really kicking myself that I didn't sit down and write some Spongebob jokes. Dang it.
0: (laughs) Anyway, they're late for work. Spongebob and Squidward run to the Krusty Krab. As soon as they get there, everything is closed and... There are, like, some new people there. He's like, wait, what's going on here? What's all this? They're, like, ripping down signs and, like, putting up new ones. And then Mr. Krabs comes out, and he has, like, a giant sack full of money. And he's like, oh, I just... I sold the Krusty Krab. I got bought out. Oh, man. (laughs) Got offered so much money, I just couldn't refuse. And SpongeBob's like, but... Mr. Krabs, you can't sell the Krusty Krab. He's like, <laughs> I can't
1: for enough money. <laughs> yeah, solid. Man, you really captured the tone. Yes. <laughs> well, that's all right. Mine is different. Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> <And> SpongeBob's <laughs> like, but but Mr. Krabs, who did you sell the Krusty Krab to? And that's when we have a new character come in. Uh-uh. Now, we're used to seeing Poseidon,
1: the god of the sea, but... So- In Spongebob lore, you've Uh, seen him twice. You've seen him in the movie, and then you've seen him again in an episode, and they're two different characters.
0: Yeah, but you're used to Poseidon, but in this movie, we're introducing Neptune, who's the Roman god of the sea. So Neptune walks in, and he's like, I own the Krusty Krab now, and so (laughs) Neptune has like two little sidekick fish. And he's appointed them to be the new managers of the Krusty Krab. They're, like, co-managers. Yeah. I have two of them just because I want Sam Richardson and Tim Robinson to voice them. If not, Smart. like, you know, key Smart. and feel, Whatever. Good, like, group dynamic. Smart. But anyway, Neptune, he owns a giant corporation that owns, like, a bunch of businesses. And he is expanding to Bikini Bottom. And so he's bought the Krusty Krab as part of, like, trying to own half of Bikini Bottom. And so his first action now that he owns the crusty crab is he's demoting everyone to part-time he's like we can't we can't do full-time employees we could we could get more work we don't have to pay people benefits of everyone's part-time yeah. and so squidward and spongebob are walking away and squidward's like oh no this is a disaster for you <laughs> you won't have enough money and then when spongebob gets home uh the landlord's there and he's like uh you do not have enough money for rent (laughs) quick yeah quick and then spongebob's like red what's that (laughs) and that's when squidward has to be like spongebob you've been paying rent on your your house this whole time must have set it up for a direct deposit and just forgot about it or whatever okay okay and that that's when spongebob Just, he has no idea what he's talking about. Squidward's like, okay, you you understand what being demoted to part-time is, right? You only have half as much money now. You can't afford rent. You don't have insurance. SpongeBob's like, wait, what's insurance? It's like health insurance. Like, if you get hurt, that's what pays for it. If you get the suds. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, if you get hurt, that's what it is. And then SpongeBob's like, hurt like this? And he just like runs off a building and then like breaks an <laughs> arm. An ambulance pulls up. And he's like, okay, here's a cast. Here's your medical bill. He's like, yeah, like that. Now you got a lot of money you got to pay. And he's like, oh, no. Oh,
1: snap. <laughs> that's a good gag.
0: Yeah. And so SpongeBob's like, well, if I don't have money, what am I supposed to do? And he's like, you need to get another part-time job. <laughs> SpongeBob's like, Squidward, are you also going to get a part-time job? He's like, actually, I think I'm going to use this newfound time to focus on my musical career. Nice. And he pulls out his clarinet and is playing a little bit of it. So, yes. so this is the stakes we have. Now SpongeBob has to find another source of income. And so his first idea is he's going to do the Bikini Bottom equivalent of being an Uber driver, which is being a boat driver. But of course, he doesn't have a boating license. Right. He yeah. cannot drive a boat. And... He gets the little app. He's all set up. And who's the first person he's driving? It's Mrs. Puff.
1: <laughs> Dude, this is great. Yeah. I don't even know if I need to go. <laughs> like... Maybe if you have enough for a whole hour, <laughs> this is
0: amazing. Yeah. Mrs. Puff's in there and she's like, SpongeBob, I didn't know you had a license. And he's like, oh, I, uh, I got it in the next city over. And so you get all the antics of like, he's trying to figure out, it's like a stick shift boat and he doesn't know what gear oh, to put no. it in. He's like stopping and starting. And then he finally gets to drive it. He's driving very carefully. And then he has to like merge onto the Bikini Bottom interstate. And it's like super terrifying. And then, you know, at some point Mrs. Puff has to
1: like blow, blow up or whatever. Up. Yeah dude you're nailing it
0: yeah yeah but essentially this sequence ends where he accidentally crashes into a car that neptune is in and when oh. he crashes into the car something weird happens it's like he starts to glitch a little bit and then he catches a flash of plankton and karen plankton oh, and karen snap! are in neptune and he's like whoa what was that but then uh, <laughs> whoa neptune's driving away as neptune no one else has seen it and he's like oh, wait a minute Plankton owns Plankton. the Crusty Crab now.
1: Oh snap.
0: So he's doing another shift at the Crusty Crab and he's trying to sneak into the office and sure enough he sees Plankton and Karen in there and he's like, "Oh yes, the 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 Krabby Patty formula is finally mine. I just I need this key and I will unlock this safe cuz it's like in it a safe." But yeah. then SpongeBob he like sneaks in the air vent. And he pulls a little switcheroo. He like takes the key and replaces it with a spatula and Plankton puts the spatula and he's like, wait, this is not the key. <laughs> tries to do it again. He switches it with something else. It's a you spatula. Know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then finally SpongeBob like takes the key and he almost gets caught and he's running and he accidentally like drops it in the fryer fluid and it like melts. And so the key is gone. And now the Krabby Patty formula is just stuck in this safe and Plankton's like, oh no. It's stuck in the safe, and so SpongeBob tells Patrick, "He's like Neptune. Uh, it's not really Neptune. Neptune is plankton, and of course, Patrick just has a really hard time wrapping his head around this. He's, he's like, like wait, wait, Neptune, Neptune, plankton, eight plankton.' It's like, no, Neptune is plankton. It's like, no, I thought that's Neptune. Neptune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, genius, yes, Robert. Yes, exactly, genius." <laughs> And of course, what it is, is you know how Plankton, like, has the hologram technology that, like, makes his food? They've essentially specialized that to, like, make Make a hologram of a person. Wow.
1: Yeah. Wow, Robert.
0: Yeah. And so now, you know, the goal is to keep Plankton from opening the Krusty Krab formula in that safe. So anyway, SpongeBob, the Uber driver thing didn't work out. So now he's trying to do a shift at a grocery store. And of course, the whole thing throughout this is he's trying all these different jobs, but like his childlike tendencies are getting in the way because he just he wants to like play with Patrick and like be goofy, but everyone's like trying to knock that out of him and make him work. So like he's at the the store doing a shift, and Patrick is there just distracting him, and his manager is like, "You better get back to work." But then, uh, the two new sidekick fish that work for Neptune. They come in the store and they're trying to buy some safe cracking things. They're buying lasers and chainsaws and everything. And so SpongeBob has to stop them with the help of Patrick from buying all these things. But his manager is looking right over him. He's like, you better sell them the products that they're paying money for. But he's like, well, I don't don't think I can sell you this. He's making all these excuses and stuff. And then eventually, like, Patrick, like, starts a food fight or something. And so...
1: Food fight!
0: They don't make it out with all the safe-cracking stuff, but SpongeBob gets fired from the grocery store. Uh, SpongeBob walks back to his house. He sees Squidward practicing the clarinet. He's like, how, how are you doing? And Squidward's like, oh, I'm doing great. I'm making <laughs> part-time money with my clarinet now. Life is great. And he's like, oh, man, my life's not great. Planked in planked in his scheme and he's like I need I need to find a way to open this safe I wonder if there's anyone out here that could open this safe but the problem is no one advertises that they they could like open safes or whatever I need I need to organize something where I could find someone that can maybe open a safe and then that's when he gets the idea that like hey I'm gonna have a networking event in all of Bikini Bottom, I'm organizing it as Neptune. And so everyone's going to come and I'm going to find someone that could open this safe. And so SpongeBob, of course, has listened in on this. And so he recruits the help of Patrick and Sandy. Oh, Sandy's showing yep, up. Yep. Okay. Because, you know, Sandy, she's from Texas. So she could. Oh, yeah. She, she can... knows like Kung Fu or whatever. Oh, yeah. She the karate. Be... Yeah. Karate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're nailing all of the classic tropes yeah so neptune hosting a networking event spongebob and patrick are sneaking in pretending to be adults. spongebob also like kind of has to find another job so that's what he's also trying to do here yeah but of course he's being pulled from like trying to find a new part-time job and having to be in on this plan but essentially what they're trying to do is they're going to expose Neptune is being a hologram and Plankton's inside it. Mm-hmm. And so there's a big stage and they're essentially going to carry Plankton. They have a bucket of chum hanging over <laughs> the stage. <laughs> the plan is they're going to jump the dump the chum on Plankton. Yeah. It's going to be a distraction Sandy's gonna run up, do a bunch of karate, and then SpongeBob. He has like a little cattle prod thing that he got from Sandy. He's gonna poke uh, Karen, who's like all the technology is running through her. It's gonna like short circuit her and take the hologram away for good. Yeah. But of course, Squidward has been booked to play his uh, his first big clarinet gig at this uh, <laughs> at this networking event. And Plankton did, like, catches catches wind of what's going on. And so he moves the schedule around to where Squidward is going to go up first and then him. And, of course, SpongeBob's, like, trying to talk about an actual job. But then he sees Squidward is walking up instead of SpongeBob. And, of course, he's trying to tell Patrick, don't drop it. And he's like, drop it or whatever. Drop it. Okay. Don't.
1: Don't. Don't drop it? Don't, don't drop it. And He's like okay. gears turning in <laughs> yes. his head. It is. <laughs> yeah.
0: But anyway, the chum drops on Squidward right as he's about to play the clarinet. Sandy does the karate on Squidward. And SpongeBob's trying to say, no, that's Squidward. That's not Neptune or whatever. But anyway, it's all a disaster. Neptune makes it out just fine. And then SpongeBob is trying to apologize for Squidward. And that's when he just like has a breakdown. He's like, okay. I was lying. I'm not doing great. I just I've just been posting about doing great. You've seen all these (laughs) pictures I've been taught, but you know everyone just fakes until they make it. I haven't gotten any work. I'm running out of savings. This was my first gig. Oh man! (laughs) I've had since I went part time, and now it's ruined because of you, SpongeBob.
1: (laughs) SpongeBob,
0: man, and so next act Spongebob knocks on Squidward's door he apologizes to him and then he offers him this new like type of energy drink and he was like yeah I just bought a bunch of these and now I'm selling them door to door and we're going to make a lot of money this way I can get you in on this and he's like Spongebob you're in a pyramid scheme (laughs) 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 that is really good yeah it's like wait Spongebob how much money did you spend on these energy drinks and he's like all of my money it's like Spongebob you're broke (laughs) you can't sell these and so Spongebob looks into his pockets and you get like one of those like single frames that are super detailed and there's just like nothing in the pockets Yeah. and so Spongebob is officially broke now and he can't afford his rent and he gets evicted from his pocket so spongebob and gary are just sitting on the street and of course he's got his good friend patrick and patrick is like hey you can live with me and then we get a really great joke for the adults where he's like wait patrick how do you afford rent here you don't work and he's like oh my parents pay it for me oh (laughs) man jeez this is so good dude so spongebob and patrick try to live together for a little bit but now spongebob is dead set on getting his pineapple back and also you know stopping plankton for getting the formula but you know first things first he needs to get his home back he's found an online job he's working virtually doing data entry and, of course, he lives with Patrick now, so all Patrick wants to do is play and go jellyfish yeah, yeah. and he sings the Best friend song, and Spongebob stops, and he's like, no, best Patrick. Best friends, best friends, best friends. Patrick, I got to work. <laughs> he's like, ah! Enter this data. And you get sort of like when he was trying to write that paper where there's like a yeah. bunch of buildup, and yeah. he just entered in like one number on his keyboard. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course gary's meowing because like he needs Meow. food or whatever he's like i'll get you food Gary." I
1: don't worry gary
0: <laughs> but essentially spongebob and patrick they end up getting in a little fight because spongebob's like patrick i need to concentrate i'm broke <laughs> and so anyway they get mad and so spongebob and gary leave and so now they're just like living on the street and squidward sees them from outside the window And he's like, look, Spongebob, if you need a place, you gave me a place once. In that one episode, you could live with me if you want
1: to. Okay, I'm going to cut you off just for a second because I have a joke I want to pitch. Okay. He goes, Patrick, I'm Ba roke. And Patrick goes, I prefer Bach. (laughs) Nice. All right, carry on. So Spo- uh, Squidward's like, yeah, you can stay with me.
0: Yeah, so Squidward and SpongeBob <laughs> are, are roommates now because, right? you know, another quintessential millennial experience having right. a roommate. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, Squidward and SpongeBob live together, and SpongeBob and Squidward are also working at the Krusty Krab. SpongeBob is still listening in to the Krusty Krab office, and Plankton sounds like he finally has an idea that might work. He's going to take, he's arranged to take the safe to Poseidon and Poseidon is going to do some lightning powers oh, or whatever. Snap. And he's going to crack open the safe. And SpongeBob's like, Oh no, we can't let this happen. So SpongeBob, he goes to Mr. Krabs who is living full retirement mode. He is super yeah. rich right now. He barely even remembers who SpongeBob is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's really funny.
0: He's like, yeah, Spurgeon in this giant mansion on top of a mountain or whatever. And also, Mr. Krabs is doing what every billionaire now is doing. He's going to space, but of course the uh, <laughs> the equivalent is of course going like going to a ship, going yeah, to yeah. land. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he's like, I've been to three land missions already. That's genius. Now, Spongebob, he thinks he has an idea to get Mr. Krabs on board, because he's found out technically he only sold the location to Neptune. He is not sold the rights to the formula. So if he gets the formula, he could still make some more money. And like passive income too. So Mr. Krabs is like, more money? I am in. And so... (laughs) Mr. Krabs is like, I bet I could could build us a giant mech robot that's going to take on Poseidon. But... I think, I think we could go in 50-50 on this. And SpongeBob was like, I actually don't have that much money right now. He's like, but you want to save the Krusty Krab, don't you? He's like, yeah, I do. And so SpongeBob pays Mr. Krab's money to help him make the back, even though Mr. Krab's has a lot of money. And so anyway, rent is due at, a, at Squidward's place, and SpongeBob doesn't have any. He's like, actually, I gave it all to Mr. Krab's. SpongeBob's like, Mr. Krab's doesn't need your money. <laughs> Man, Squidward just unloads on SpongeBob, and he's like, "You, you need to learn how to be an adult, okay? Like, not everything is all funs and games. You yeah. can't. The, the world is a cruel place. No one cares about you. You got to look out for yourself. You're either going to survive or you're going to die, SpongeBob." <laughs> SpongeBob is really Man. sad about this. Man. So anyway, they're going into. The night where plankton has taken the safe to poseidon he's about to do the lightning stuff mr krabs and spongebob come out in a little crab neck and they're dueling and they're battling but then poseidon wins the fight <sighs> and then he manages to crack open the safe and plankton has the formula no and spongebob is distraught by this mr krabs has taken advantage of him he and patrick aren't on good terms Gary is mad at him because he's, he's he's a hungry, hungry. snail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wants his home back. And Squidward, you know, he might have had some good points. And so SpongeBob goes back and he's like, you know what? I, th- I think you were right, Squidward. I just need to be more like you. And so this is where we get <laughs> SpongeBob turns into SpongeWord to where he uh, changes Spongeword, the yeah. shape of his face to, to where like it looks kind of like Squidward's face. And I saw like voice. a frame of this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he talks like Squidward. And so he just goes into his crusty crab shift every day. It's just really sad. This is kind of like you know that scene in Hot Rod where Rod is like an adult for one day. Yeah, and He he's like has up. the button yeah. down, <laughs> a shopping cart full of liquor.
1: <laughs> yes. yes, yeah. This
0: is this is that energy, and he does like an interpolation of the best friend song, but it's like the uh, the adult song now or something the like adult that. Adult song. It's in minor keys. <laughs> oh man! And essentially now that Plankton. As Neptune has the Krusty Krab formula He's making like unlimited money now Off the Krusty Krabs. He's franchised them They're like in grocery stores now And now he has enough money in his mega corporation He's like buying everything in Bikini Bottom So like small businesses are getting run out People are getting priced out their homes or whatever And now everyone in Bikini Bottom is sad Because this one corporation essentially owns everything But of course Spongebob's not doing anything about it He's like you know what Squidward is right this is just how the world is. Wow. And then Squidward runs into Patrick. Patrick seems bummed out. And that's when Squidward realizes, huh? You know, there there was something to SpongeBob. And so he talks to him and he's like, look, you know, I've been thinking, I think I think there's some stuff I could have learned from you too, you know? I've been really down in the dumps but you you always seem to be happy no matter what situation you're in and I think that's a really good thing. Now uh I think uh, I think we got to take down plankton and so SpongeBob is like, you know what? Thank you, Squidward. I think we could do it. And so the entire town rallies around SpongeBob. We get all the characters. We get, you know, the My Leg Fish. We get the fish yeah. that was like mad about not having to drink with his pizza. We get all the characters. Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy show Heck yeah. up, and Heck they're yeah. all like, "Yeah, we're gonna." Mr. Krabs is there. His daughter's there. He's like, "We're gonna, we're gonna take down Plankton and his giant Neptune Corporation or whatever." And so they rebuild the crab Beck. And they all devise a plan to where they're going to attack Plankton. And so you get this giant battle where all the fish are, like, fronted up. And so there's the Mr. Crab's mech that all their main characters are in. And then Plankton has built his own, like, Neptune mech, which is shaped like Neptune, but it's big. Oh, man. (laughs) And so they're fighting. And then... Somewhere along the battle, they accidentally, like, come up right next to uh, Mr. Krabs' spaceship, and it launches. And so they launch up into the land. And so we get our great scene with all our celebrity cameos where there is a music festival <laughs> happening on the beach. <laughs> now, some of the artists I have playing here, I'm hoping <laughs> that we could get all of them. But we have Drake future asap rocky migos trippy red russ amine and metro boomin all at a festival why all these artists it'll make sense in a little bit oh no they're playing a music festival all playing themselves when all of a sudden a giant crab mech and a giant poseidon mech land and so there's just chaos everywhere is everyone is running around as these two mechs are like finding out on the beach and we're doing this like these are like stop motion animated physical mechs (laughs) It like, like on the ranges. live action beach, yes. <laughs> and of course all our like artists that are making the cameo are like helping with the battle or whatever. And the uh, the Poseidon mech is winning. It looks like they're about to win. Uh, you know, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, they were like on the outside of the rocket, and so they shriveled up as soon as they got on the land. Or whatever. Everyone else, you know, they got their little like bubbles full of yeah. water, and so yeah, they're doing yeah. fine. The bad guys are winning. The good guys are down bad. At one point, Spongebob and Patrick, they're back together. They've got kind of made up. And then they think back to the beginning of the movie and how they had a bunch of speakers and they knocked over Squidward's house. It's just like, wait, we're at a music festival. There are like a lot of speakers here. We can bring down the Poseidon mech the same way. Wow. And so, of course, Metro Boomin, the DJ, is on it and he's like, all right. You hook up the speakers. I'm about to play the music. Right when he's about to play the music, uh, something gets shot his direction. Some debris flies. He injures his hands. He's like, oh, no, I can't do it. And then Squidward walks up and he sees there's a clarinet there. He's like, wait a minute. Why is there a clarinet there? And Metro Boomin's like, yeah, a few years ago, I popularized the flutes on trap beats and now I've moved on to clarinets. <laughs> and of course, every other artist there, Drake, Future, Migos, Amine is like, yeah, we all had hits with flutes and now we're all moving on the new clarinet trap wave. <laughs> and so Metro Boomin's like, my hands are injured. Squidward, can you play the clarinet for us? <laughs> and Squidward is like, yes, this is my moment. <laughs> And so they hook everything up to the speakers. And so there's a trap beat. Squidward is playing the clarinet, you know, to the tune of Mask Off by Future. And so we get (laughs) Future performing all the, like, you know, child-equivalent lyrics to, to Mask Off while Squidward is playing the clarinet. And then SpongeBob and Patrick sing their best friend song. And, you know, it somehow lines up perfectly with the Mask Off instrumental or whatever. And that's enough pure sonic force to knock over the poseidon mech Wow! spongebob walks up to plankton who's defeated he's like you might you might have the the krabby patty formula but you can't take it out of my memory and then that's what like oh i forgot to mention when he builds the poseidon mech the poseidon mech has its own ai and karen's kind of jealous of it because it's like shiny and new oh
1: okay okay so
0: you got that little dynamic But when Squidward is like, you can't take it out of my memory, the uh, the new AI is like, activating memory ray. And it like shoots him and he's like, oh no, I forgot it. Dude. (laughs) What? Oh, man. And so now Squidward's defeated, doesn't have the formula. And so now, you know, resolution, everything's back to normal. Mr. Krabs is running the Krusty Krab again. Everyone's full time. And so now Squidward has learned that, okay, I could have a good attitude about where I am. And so he's having an okay time at the Krusty Krab. Still not his favorite, but he's making do. And SpongeBob has learned that, you know, he needs to be an adult and also stick up for himself. So they've negotiated for higher pay from Mr. Krabs. At one point, SpongeBob is like, you know what, I'm taking a break. And Mr. Krabs is like, maybe you shouldn't. And SpongeBob stands up for himself. And so on his break... He goes out with Patrick out back. They sing the best friend song. And then, you know, they get into semantics and end up ruining something of Squidward's. And the end.
1: (laughs) Robert, I'm not exaggerating when I say that I think that is the best movie that has ever been written on this podcast. Everything tied up. Everything. You had great SpongeBob tropes. You had the jokes. My only note, okay. My only note, okay, is instead of Mr. Krabs being the one that can build the mech uh-huh. and the rockets and stuff, Sandy does it.
0: Okay, and so they yeah, need the money to
1: pay Sandy to make it. Okay, that would be my only okay. note.
0: So Mr. Krabs would like bankroll it, but Sa- Sandy would do it. Right. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's cool. Wow, dude. <laughs> That if we dude, just write it, you've practically written it, write it and pitch it to Nickelodeon. They would make it. That's so good. (laughs) I'm furious because now my, (laughs) you just told 45 minutes. That did go long. Yeah. Of a movie. And mine's going to be like three. (laughs) Dude, that was so good. The jokes and everything. When did you do this? What? <laughs> when did you have time to write a whole movie? I don't know. I, I mean,
0: I mainly just worked on it for like, you know, I did a basic outline for like two hours yesterday and then I just punched up some jokes today. Wow. I am blown away. I'm telling you that like I have, I've had thoughts about a SpongeBob movie for a while. I Dude. had forgotten about them, but yeah, I have had them. If that
1: movie... Came yeah. out. All I can think of is all of the reviews would be like the best SpongeBob movie since the first one, and like all of the reviews would be like it really captured the essence of the original. <laughs> ah, oh! and then it like it makes it available, like because most SpongeBob fans are like in their twenties now. Yeah, and so it plays to all of the, like things that they would think, and like there's lessons for kids of like, <laughs> hey, don't let your bosses. <laughs> I can't believe we're giving away this for free. Right? (laughs) Right? Because that is the greatest Spongebob. All right, here's mine. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I thought it would be funny if... (laughs) I thought it would be funny if... You know how, like, the Muppets will do, like, movies that are, like, a Muppet version of popular movies? Yeah. I was like, well, what if Spongebob characters kind of did that, but it's, like, a little different. Like, it... Like I wrote a forty-five minute for SpongeBob movie. I was like an hour-long movie, like a TV yeah. movie. Yeah. And so that's like forty-five minutes plus commercials. Okay. You you did two and a half hours. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. <laughs> um. So I thought it would be really cool to do a Who Sponge it. Okay. <laughs> it's a Who Done It, but with the SpongeBob oh, characters. But with Spo- okay. Because that's the thing is like most of the time of a Who Done It is built making you care about these different characters, but you already love all these characters. And so Uh you could do a a really fun mystery because all of the characters are already established. So uh, it opens, it's it's the Krusty Krab's 50th anniversary, which I looked this up. Mr. Krabs is like 75 years old in the show. I thought that was crazy. That makes
0: sense, yeah. Yeah. And
1: SpongeBob's like 13. Really? Yeah. (laughs) I think that's so weird. Anyway, it's the 50th anniversary of the Krusty Krab. And so Mr. Krab is holding this, uh, this huge, like, anniversary banquet, a uh, dinner for, like, all of his friends, quote-unquote. No. And so the guest list is SpongeBob, Patrick, Sandy. We have Mr. Krabs and Pearl, of course. And then Squidward, the my leg guy, Hell. because he eats there so much. He yeah. was the, the highest paying customer, and so he was allowed oh, to come okay. to the party. And then Plankton and Karen. And that's kind of weird. It's like, why would Mister yeah, Krabs invite right yeah. Plankton uh-huh. to the to the fiftieth anniversary? Yeah. And we find out uh, it's because you know all the guests are sitting around a big dinner table, and there's candles. Lit. It's very nice. Yeah. And Mister Krabs is hosting. Um, it, you know, SpongeBob is a very like dialogue heavy show. Yeah. So like, there's stuff happening. SpongeBob. SpongeBob's the host yeah. essentially. So he's sitting people. And, and, you know, he's taking it so seriously, like he always does. Uh, Squidward does not care. Uh-uh. He's, the, he's just taking people's order and stuff. And uh, it gets the time for the actual dinner. Everybody's sitting around the table, and Mr. Krabs makes a toast. And his toast is essentially just rubbing it in Plankton's face that Uh-oh. for 50 years <laughs> he has been beating was- him. Right? It's a very in character, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lights go out. All you hear is, my leg! <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> the lights got back on. I saw the, that coming. It is still <laughs> funny. Like, <laughs> And the my leg guy <laughs> is dead. Oh, not just his leg. Like. Dude, he's dead. Oh, no. And when I was writing this, I was like, because in my mind, much to like what you did, where you wrote uh-huh. for like a little bit of an older audience. Yeah. My thought process was like, all the dudes that were like really like into SpongeBob, Like in my high school, like they're still into Spongebob and they like wear t-shirts that have like Spongebob wearing like chains and a backwards hat. And they're like, they're like thug life Spongebob. And so I, I'm like, what if, you know, what if someone murders someone? And I was like, is that too far for this? And I'm like, well, it's our podcast. But then I remembered an episode of Spongebob where he kills the, uh, food tester guy, the food critic. And I'm like, oh, Okay. Yeah. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's okay. a lot of
0: stuff in SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah
1: really dark stuff. So yeah. I'm like, this is cool. The lights come back on. The my guy is dead, mm. and there's a there's a white sauce on his lip, and that's that's not really like focused on or mentioned, but for the audience, yeah. you know, because okay. we're gonna yeah. come back as a clue. <laughs> okay. Sandy grab is sitting beside him. Grabs his Krabby Patty, which was the only Krabby Patty that had a bite taken out of it, uh-huh. and she's like, it's poison. <gasps> So immediately SpongeBob throws on a full Sherlock Holmes outfit. Patrick is his Watson, and they're uh-huh. doing the full, you know, they go hard for their bits. Yeah. Like Spongebob always has a fun outfit for something. Uh-huh. And they really are dedicated. Like he's talking like Sherlock Holmes. He keeps saying, My dear plank, uh, my dear Patrick. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then you know, Patrick says something like, I'm not a deer, I'm a starfish <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Uh-huh. You know, good jokes. I didn't write them, but there's yeah. jokes here. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> it's going to be like elementary, my dear Patrick.
1: And he's like, like, what? i am in middle
0: school. Like <laughs>
1: I never went. I never passed elementary yeah. <laughs> school. <laughs> um, he immediately starts pointing the finger at Plankton, obviously. Uh-huh. And he, he did. And he's deducing like Sherlock Holmes about yeah. what's going on. And he reaches into the pocket of Plankton and he pulls out an empty vial. Yeah. And he goes, interesting, perhaps Plankton's plan. Or he's saying that the empty vial was the poison. Mm-hmm. He's like, you filled this vial with poison. You put it in the Krabby Patty. Your plan was to murder the guest so that the Krusty Krab would have to be closed down for not being safe. Thus, ruining Mr. Krabs whole life on the 50th anniversary because you couldn't stand that he threw a whole dinner party just to throw it in your face. And Plankton is like stuttering. And he's like, huh? No. Oh, Ah. I didn't do that. No, please. And then Karen goes, oh, for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> the vial didn't contain poison. It contained hair formula. And everybody's like, hair formula? And and it turns out Plankton was so embarrassed about being bald that he's oh, been yeah. taking hair formula. <laughs> and so he takes off, he's wearing like a fedora yeah. to the dinner. And he takes it off. There's a full head of hair. <laughs> And everybody goes, why'd you hide that then? If you, if you are not the killer. And he was like, I was embarrassed (laughs) because it was red hair. Uh, That's the joke. (laughs) Wait, so he
0: did that, but he's a ginger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) No offense, Robert. (laughs) So. So like everyone starts laughing. He's like, yeah. You're a ginger.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, essentially. (laughs) So as this is happening, SpongeBob sees a money pin underneath the my leg guy's leg. Ooh. Turns out when he said my leg, he's like, why would he say my leg if he was poisoned? Why huh. would he scream <laughs> about his leg? And exactly. turns out he said my leg because underneath his leg huh. was a money pin. Huh. Ooh. Money. Money. Interesting. So now SpongeBob's deducing that the money pin belonged to Mr. Mr. Krabs. Krabs. Oh, yes. Oh, and by the way, when, this is just for the audience. You don't really pay attention to this much. When SpongeBob reaches to pick up the money pin, there's a white sauce on his hand. That's just for us. Oh, okay, okay. That's the kind of thing that like you normally wouldn't point out, but right. I have to because it's an outline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he starts accusing Mr. Krabs... That he wanted to kill the guest, so that he could blame Plankton and mm. get Plankton thrown in the jail forever, yeah. and that was going to be the coup de grace of the evening. Like uh-huh. the big dinner was yeah. not just to throw it into Plankton's face, but for once and all, for all, get rid of Plankton. Yeah, and and Mr. Krabs is is he's denying it, but he's kind of freaking out, and it really seems like he did it. Uh huh. Until Patrick says, "But SpongeBob." How did he poison the burger if you were the one who made it? <gasps> Everyone starts turning on Spongebob. Sandy grabs his hat and starts deducing herself. Turning the page. <laughs> but he's like, I didn't poison him. Why would I poison him? That doesn't make any sense. So Stan- Sandy starts breaking down what happens. She notices the white sauce on his hand. She notices the white sauce on the guy's... uh lip and she starts she starts talking about what actually happened when spongebob was making the burger the krabby patty he was adding the ingredients from memory it was like secondhand. he just does it like clockwork but when he reached down to get the special sauce he accidentally grabbed the ammonia sauce oh no and mr krabs keeps the ammonia sauce to kill off fish rats that live yes. in the kitchen because okay. he he don't he won't pay for an exterminator. Yeah. So he uses this ammonia sauce, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so SpongeBob starts crying mm-hmm. because he didn't mean to kill him, but it looks yeah. like he accidentally killed him because yeah. he accidentally grabbed the ammonia sauce and uh-huh. threw it on the burger. SpongeBob murdered someone. Uh huh. Because I think that's really funny. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Squidward is so happy because now <laughs> Spongebob's going to go to jail uh-huh. and Squidward's not going to have to do with Spongebob anymore. He yeah. starts making plans that he's going to buy Spongebob's pineapple house and use it as an art gallery. Like he's making oh, plans. Yeah. He's super excited. Yeah. And while he's talking about all this stuff, he goes, huh? He he just mentions nonchalantly and he goes, huh? I'm so glad I never, or he basically says, I could have swore that we had run out of that stuff, but I'm glad we didn't. And Spongebob goes, huh? And Sandy goes, run out of this stuff. And he goes, yeah, I could have swore we were out. I haven't killed the rats in like two weeks. Huh. So they run and they check in the kitchen and they look underneath the thing where he grabs the sauce and the ammonia sauce was empty. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. SpongeBob couldn't have done it because the ammonia sauce was empty. He did use the actual correct sauce. Uh-huh. And so now everyone's wearing Sherlock hats and okay. magnifying <laughs> glasses yeah. and and they run back into the lobby and when they run back to the lobby the my leg fish is gone. And Sandy's like, huh, well maybe he wasn't dead. Maybe he just left. And everybody, everybody was like, oh yeah, that makes sense to me. Okay, yeah, whatever. Not our problem anymore. And they all leave. Turn the lights off and they all leave. A few minutes later, Patrick comes back, opens the door, turns the light on, goes around to like the closet, pulls out the body, drags it all the way through the crusty crust. And it's like, like, I'm talking like when this happens, it's so creepy. Yeah. Like the animation is creepy. Uh It's like, there's no music. Yeah. It's dark. It's Uh like the Nosferatu creepiness mixed with like the, uh, the hash slinging slash. Like it's creepy. And this is kind of based off of, it's a really popular, uh, thing where they like, Nickelodeon accidentally aired this like really dark, creepy episode. And so when I, when I finished this ending, I wanted to give people an actual something like that. Uh, So he drags him to the dumpster, throws his body into the dumpster, (laughs) looks directly into camera and the camera just pushes in on Patrick, just staring into the lens, like breaking the Uh fourth wall. And we get flashes of what actually happened, yeah. Patrick pouring ammonia sauce onto the burger, Patrick putting some on the on on the burger, you know, basically. But what he didn't expect is when SpongeBob was ordering it, he accidentally got some on his hand, mm-hmm. and so when SpongeBob started getting accused, that's not what Patrick wanted, so mm-hmm. he had to hide the body and disregard his actual plan. But we're seeing all of this in flashes. And, it, and it's flashing in between what really happened and just Patrick really creepy, super close to the camera the oh, camera's yeah. getting closer and closer. And then after, you you know, it shows what really happened, which was Patrick did it. He d- It doesn't explain why. Mm-hmm. He just puts his hand up and he covers the camera and it goes dark and it says the end.
0: <laughs> Wait, so we just end on Patrick being a serial killer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> I thought that would be funny. So that's my movie <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's like uh, I try to make a super creepy uh uh-huh. I can't stress to you enough like how normal it is yeah. until that point. uh-huh And then it's very like, uh, what's the show? um Twin Peaks. yeah, it's very twin yeah. Peaks and absurd uh-huh. and creepy and weird and for adults. yeah <laughs> so yeah, that's my movie. I wonder <laughs> nice. who's gonna win this week. <laughs>
0: Man. Uh okay. Notes wise. <laughs> I like you got you got a lot of great character dynamics going It's a fun situation to put all those characters in too. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think the only thing is uh with Mr. Krabs, he is such a one dimensional character where like everything he does is for money. Yes. So think every every like every like accusation like thrown at him or like potential thing he could have done always has to like come back to that where it's like if he was gonna kill Plankton fine but like Plankton has never like been that much competition for him so you'd have to establish that like Plankton is like taking customers from him or like That's fair. You know, he could like buy the property once he's gone and use it or something like that. But
1: Oh yeah maybe maybe his his plan is once Plankton is in jail, he'll buy the chum bucket. Yeah, and and create the Krusty Krab 3. Yes. (laughs) Not 2, because that's the first movie. Yep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, if if this is like an adult swim Spongebob, that ending works. Uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You didn't see it coming, did you? no, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if actual Nickelodeon is going to buy this and show
1: this. Oh, yeah, uh, no, no, they're not doing mine. Yeah. No.
0: I definitely think, like, SpongeBob like does like to like tote the line a little bit like they would give you like the creepy like Nosferatu moment yeah. but like it would have to end up being something
1: else or, something like,
0: silly Patrick would have done it by accident or something or
1: nope, he's <laughs> no. a murderer
0: yeah or even like you can have that moment where like Patrick's dragging the body but then it's like wait something's wrong with his eyes <gasps> it's a plankton robot or
1: something like that. That no. would be
0: like the kids' version.
1: But Sorry, yeah. I'm not accepting that note. Okay, P- Patrick's a serial killer. Patrick's a serial. Killer. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, uh, I think this episode was really good Me because too. you created probably the greatest SpongeBob movie of all time, <laughs> and I gave uh, our audience something to make memes about. Yes, <laughs> and that's the perfect written by episode. <laughs> yep. Yep. So let us know. You're about to hear the one minute pitches. <laughs> yeah, make sure you go on Instagram, at writtenbypod. Vote for <laughs> whose was your favorite. I wonder which one it's gonna be.
0: <laughs> Dude, you know what else I came across while doing this pitch? What was that? Me and Alan made like an EP worth of Spongebob-based music that we never put out. You guys just be doing stuff. Man. The whole plan was... This was like end of twenty nineteen where we did this. The plan was we were going to release songs along with the release of the last SpongeBob movie. It's but actually then, really
1: smart. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But then of course COVID hit and like everything like got out of whack. It got delayed for months and then just came out on Paramount Plus. And so.
1: Oh, so you didn't even? Yeah. yeah that project
0: just got lost in COVID. But I was listening to those songs. It's like, oh, these are kind of funny. Send Why those to do me. Something?
1: We'll do. Hey, yeah. Maybe we can put one on here.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah i might do that. But yeah, here here's a one-minute pitches, guys. <laughs> What makes Spongebob timeless is the dynamic between Spongebob and Squidward. Because every child starts off a Spongebob, then they grow up to become a Squidward. So if i make it a Spongebob movie, I'm leaning heavy into that dynamic. We open, Mr. Krabs has sold the Krusty Krab to a mysterious corporation owned by a mysterious man named Neptune. His first action is to demote everyone to part-time employees. So for the first time, Spongebob is having to worry about rent and insurance. He doesn't even know what these things are. And so Squidward's teaching him about it, and he has to take a bunch of part-time jobs. SpongeBob enters the gig economy, trying a bunch of different things, and of course, hijinks ensue. But then he discovers, wait, this mysterious Neptune guy? is secretly plankton in disguise, trying to get the Krusty Krab formula. So now he's trying to stop for the, getting the formula, but it's pushing him away from his adult responsibilities, and he starts to become more and more like Squidward. And Squidward has to convince him, wait, you are full of hope, and that's a good thing. SpongeBob, you need to be more like yourself, and I can learn a lot. From you, we learn a lot from each other.
1: Ah, here's my SpongeBob movie. I do a big whodunit detective movie with your favorite SpongeBob characters. However, my personal favorite parts of SpongeBob were the super surreal, absurdist moments, like when Nosferatu showed up. So we go through this whole normal movie. It's a whodunit. Everyone's trying to figure out who murdered the My Leg guy. There's clues. It's a classic detective story. But at the end, it gets super absurd as we find out that Patrick is a real-life serial killer who drags his body through the Crusty the crab, puts it in the dumpster, and then just stares at the camera like this. And we see flashes of what really happened. And that my spongebob movie and that's it for this
0: week thank you so much for listening really had a fun time with this over uh, the spongebob pitch and now it is up to you the listener to vote which pitch you like the best. Was it my Spongebob pitch? Was it Chase's Spongebob pitch? How you're going to vote is you're going to go to our Instagram post from today. It has the same graphic as what you see in your podcast player and you will leave a comment for which pitch you like the best, whether it's mine or Chase's. We will tally up all the votes. Voting will be open until July 17th for this episode. So yeah, hop on over to the Instagram. That's at writtenbypod on Instagram. Cast your vote last rival pitch was our woody episode we pitched ideas for a movie based on woody not the toy but the human the toy is based on and the winner for that episode was me so thank y'all for voting for me and yeah vote on this one too we will tally up all of the winners from each rival pitch at the end of the season and whoever wins will get a super special secret prize that we haven't decided yet Anyway, I'm Robert. Chase is the co host. You can follow me at Robert, two underscores, Isaac, and Chase at Chase Bridges, two underscores. Our email is writtenbypodcast at gmail.com. Guys, send us suggestions for what you would like to see us do a rival pitch episode on whether it's a movie franchise a movie character a book series a random genre whatever you want to hear us pitch a movie on send suggestions to written by podcast at gmail.com we are recording the last few episodes of the season and we want to do some fan suggestions also send us suggestions that go into our bowl for the from the bowl episodes and yeah, all those will go into our bowl so you can be responsible for the next episode of From the Bowl as well. That's written by podcast at gmail.com. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Check-o. Yeah. Walking in the bank, and I just had to laugh. Stacking all this paper, stacking all these racks. Whoa the money in the tub and i'ma take a bath i'm all about the money like i'm mr Krabs. hash and slash slash up by the trash slash up like hash if i catch you missing with the cash stashing all the cash i barely spend a rack i'm all about my money like i'm mr Krabs. don't got money i'm ignoring you trying to steal my formula you gon' gonna get this k faster than spongebob gets the order up i don't care what you're What's it worth to gain the world and lose your So, huh, about 62 cents. That yeah. is just my two cents. You like to do a do since I'll stop you in my shoot. trick. they wanna, I do this. I run my business ruthless. Yeah, I get the money, it's a major skill. Try to work for me, up to pay bills. The algae always greener on the other side. But I'ma get my green so you can.